to She Who Overcomes, the podcast where we help you transform your life, leadership, and career. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman, and we are your hosts. We believe that what you've overcome makes you a leader. With a little help from two experienced coaches, that's us, you'll find the clarity and direction that you need to rise up, lead well, and live with intention. You were born to be an overcomer. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey, Overcomers, before we share this week's episode with you, we wanted to invite you to our brand new coaching program. Here's the thing. Becoming a resilient woman starts with a choice. And when life gets hard, it can be really easy to get angry at yourself, get angry at God, maybe even at the universe. And you find yourself wondering, didn't I already learn this lesson? Why does this keep happening? But that's the exact moment that you have a choice to make. You can choose to stay bitter, you can choose to stay angry, or you can choose to no longer be a victim to your circumstances and rise up as that resilient overcomer that you know you were born to be. It's okay if you're taking it one day at a time right now. You might be a little sad or disappointed that you're walking through a familiar season again, or even a hard season that you never saw coming. But you are not a victim and you can learn to rise up out of it. So girl, it's time to grab hold of your strength and your tenacity. The hard parts of your life and your career are going to make you a leader worth following. So it is time to find your courage, dear one. In our brand new coaching experience for women called She Cultivates Resilience, we'll teach you the seven leadership principles that you need to know so you can develop, improve, and refine your ability to adjust and recover readily from adversity and those major life changes. It's time to step into the shoes of a resilient woman, and we're here to guide you along the way. Session one begins on May 12th, and we have virtual and in-person spots available, but they're very limited, so don't wait. Your registration includes a hardcover book and a hardcover journal. Find out more information and grab your spot today at www.raymateam.com. That's R-A-Y-M-A-T-E-A-M.com. Welcome everybody to a Monday night pep talk with the coaches. I'm Coach Mandy. Hey, I'm Coach Rachel. And we are super excited to be here with you guys tonight. I don't know if you have had a Monday but it has been a Monday in the Anderson house. Um, oh my word. We got a new puppy uh, about a week ago and it's, it's a lot. It is a lot going on. So we are overworked puppy parents right now um, with good days and bad days. So that's all I can tell you. Hi, Patty. Great to have you with us tonight. How is your Monday going, Rachel? Um, actually, it's been a pretty good Monday. It's been a productive Monday. Um, yeah, I even got to have our favorite like Chinese food is at this cute little place in Mandan. We got to do that tonight because the kids are spending some time with their um, with their dad tonight. Um, they have a grandpa in in town, so we got out for a tiny little dinner date. It was at like five because that's the kind of people we are now. Is we eat dinner at five, <laughs> be home and in our jammies by like six thirty. Um, so we're all ready for the nursing home. Uh, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. 
relaxing. It was a chill day at work. I do miss you. I don't like going to the office. I know. Um, I was there for what two hours today. That's about yes, as which long. was great. Yes. And for those of you just tuning in, tell us where you're coming, where you're watching from. Um, Say hi so we can give you a shout out. Um, We are going to get to um, some nuts and bolts and like meaty reminders of who you are because you were born to be resilient and we want to dive into that. But we also, it's been a while since we've given an update on our personal lives. So um, yeah, I, I missed you too. I told Nate that being at the office for those two hours today was heaven. (laughs) you got to escape for a minute (laughs) I did I'm understanding what it's like for parents hi Ashley great to have you here she's watching from Bismarck um I did I was like I I even looked at my husband and I go I envy you because you get to go to work and be at work all day and you don't have to worry about coming back and taking care of the puppy and I'm just exhausted baby (laughs) I mean it was fine It was a big day for Indigo. He's a petite golden doodle. And today he discovered going up the stairs, which he's not supposed to do, but he did before I could catch him. He discovered um, what it was like to be, have some freedom while I was taking a shower, but he was like stuck in the bathroom with me and he had some anxiety about that. He discovered gravity the other day. So that was fun. He's had a hard day. He discovered snow and rain. Like it's been, it's been a day for him. Um, so he, he was mad at me though, Rachel, when I got home, he must've been awake in his kennel and he might've been crying for a while because he normally, when he wakes up from a nap, first of all, he will only sleep in his kennel. He, we have been watching him for an hour, trying to get him to fall asleep. He's tired. He lays there. He will not sleep. So he sleeps in his kennel, but um, usually when he wakes up, he's all cuddly and lovey and wants to snuggle. When I got home today, he walked out of that kennel and didn't even look at me. <laughs> he was you're like gonna have one of those, mad. You're going to have one of those dogs. Our Labrador is that, that way. We had to take, I had to take our Mastiff mix into like urgent care for the vet because we thought she had kennel cough, which thankfully she doesn't. What right. she has though is a respiratory infection of some kind. Um, but anyway, I like Bella could not understand why Lily, why Lily, why Scout was that was my dog growing up was Lily. Um, why Scout got to go in the van and she did not. Like I had to like shove her back into the house. So when we got back. She wouldn't even get off the couch. Like we had been gone for almost an hour and a half by the time we got back. So she just looks at me and sits there on the couch. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. You can't go to the vet when you don't have to go to the vet. She likes going to the vet? (laughs) Yep. And she would just look at me and then look away. But Bella does that. Bella is not happy if she gets left out of something. So you might have one of those. (laughs) I think this is the first day that, that Indigo has avoided eye contact with me, like flat out avoided it. Um, Our dog, Aja, I I told Nate, I think he's probably wondering what's an Aja because we often say, well, Aja didn't do this. This is such a new experience, like such a different type of, it's a different breed of dog. And so it's just been fascinating and funny. And um, that's where I'm at right now in life is like, oh my word, this is, this is parenthood of a puppy. So... (laughs) He's keeping you on your toes. That's for sure. I think it's hilarious to watch. I I miss you in the office, but I think it's so funny how your guys' life has gotten from so structured um, structured. to all of a sudden being puppy parents again. And it's not like 
it's it's similar. All puppies are are hard, but like you know, from Aja's personality to Indigo's personality, it's a whole different ballgame. And I think it's hilarious yes. to watch. I, I I think it's so good for you guys. <laughs> I know it is. It really is. We really got stuck in our ways. So anyway, I'm going to lean on the resilience that I that I have learned, um, and. And, you know, rise to meet the challenge of this new occasion of being a puppy parent and just, you know, do what I need to to make it work. Right. Because he's very lovable. We do love him. And he is he has such a sweet spirit, but he is learning. We are we are breaking that dominance that he has because he was the biggest puppy um, and the biggest male puppy in the litter. And so. It is a thing, but let's um, let's get down to business because I think a lot of people that are tuning in tonight and thank you for sharing this. If you're watching and you've shared it, um, thank you for commenting. Um, I think a lot of people have maybe experienced like the Mondayest Monday ever, or they had a really great Monday. Mine was a little bit of both. Like it was it was good on one front and then challenging on the other, and I think that's life, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think it even matters if it's a Monday. I know I've had those right? days <laughs> every day of the week. It is. And I think, you know, there's an interesting thing happening in the world right now where um, if you pay any attention to the coaching industry, you can see um, this thing happening where people are seeking out authenticity. And when they are not, um, I love the look on your face right there. Um, when they're I, not, I can't always hide it. You can't. Tell your face you're happy. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think when you, when you are consuming content on social media and consuming um, courses and consuming seminars or virtual seminars, it can be really easy to discover um, holes in authenticity. And there's a difference between people who are showing up being real about what they faced in life, what they've overcome, what they've learned, and also other people like putting on this mask of being perfect and having it all together and having all the answers. And I know that for me, the coaches that I have worked with in my life, um, the ones that have have asked a lot of questions and shown up and said, I don't have all the answers, but I'm willing to pray with you and pray for you and also um, lift you up and guide you, give you some tough love when you need it. Like those are the coaches that I've really um, been impacted by. And they are also the coaches that uh, have inspired me to be a coach in the first place and to help people with their leadership skills and, and life coaching and all of that. And so when, when we sit here and we talk about success, like, a, I, I don't know, a month ago, we did a free workshop called She Cultivates Success. And our version of success is very different from a lot of the world's version of success. Wouldn't you say, Rachel? I would say absolutely it is. Well, and I don't even know if it's the world, but like what we see mm. on the internet's version of success and what we're maybe sold as what success looks like. And that could be a dollar amount, that could be certain possessions, that could be certain titles. Um, for me, it, it like it's right up there with like this striving hustle mentality that if we just go, go, go and do, 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 and just do like ABC, just like the guru is teaching, we will get to success. Mm -hmm. And I think for us, we've tried that. Um, and what they don't tell you on that side of success and how to get to success that somebody else is showing you is a, there's the other side of it where 
it's probably not as green on that side of the pasture as you think it is. And it might be a big old mess and it might just be like whatever it was just posted on the internet or they don't talk about the sacrifices that are going to happen. There is a cost factor to this hustle mentality. There's a cost Mm. factor to success when you're chasing it and it's framed around somebody else's idea of success. And you might be thinking, well, didn't you guys just do a workshop on success? So aren't you peddling your version of success? No. What we're teaching is that success for you is going to look different than success for me. Success for Mandy looks different than success for me. Success for you guys that are watching looks different than success for me. And that's important. Like, well, there is no cookie cutter way to get to success. And even if you ask all the gurus and you actually got deep into their lives, not a one of them did it the same way. And right. I would bet many of them would probably repeat it differently if they had the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. And I think I think there is something to be said about going through the process of of experimenting with with different schedules, different careers, different um, things that you want in your life, and realizing, wait a minute, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, and this isn't mm-hmm. what I what I want. Actually, I know we have had to take a step back and look at our own company and what do we want our company to look like, and that has has evolved in a lot of ways over the last two years, and it's come back to our main purpose, why of helping women rise up and lead well and live with intention, like that is what we set out to do way back in 2014 when we started our company that was called Big Blue Couch Coaching back then. And when we rebranded, we tried a bunch of different things. We tried all these things that um, can actually be very um, monetarily successful for, for other coaches. But as we were trying it out, we realized that wasn't authentic to us. That wasn't, that wasn't what we wanted. And it was a it was a failure on one front, but it was a launching point on another, and it helped us um, learn a lot. And there are some people who will try something and they'll give up and say it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. See, it's just another proof that I'm never meant to do it. It's never meant to go any further than this. You know, I I failed. Now look at this. Everybody's watching me fail. Blah blah blah. But you were born to be resilient. Like resiliency is already in you. If you're watching this and hearing our voices, you are resilient. If you are a woman who has questioned whether or not you have the ability to be resilient, you do. Because you've already made it through something that was challenging, something in your past that was hard, something that other people have said, how did you do it? I wish I could do what you do. We all have a version of that in our life. And that is proof that you're resilient. Resilient is just the ability to bounce back when things get hard. That's it. That's all it is. (laughs) It's so simple. It's almost stupid, simple. But I think a lot of times too, you know, this thing where you try things over and over again, and even when you fail that you come back, Mm -hmm. that is what builds that flexibility. Because I think so often, especially if it's something where you're trying to learn a new skill or do something where, you know, you might be learning, maybe you're taking Mm -hmm. a course or something that you paid a lot of money for. And you're like, okay, that didn't work for me. Now that must mean I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. And you stop. And I think there's many of us have had those points in our careers or, you know, just building our lives and our, you know, whatever it is that we want to do with our time and our, and our, you know, talents and all of that, um, where we stop for Mm -hmm. a minute. But if we are of the mindset that resiliency is already built in us, 
we know we can bounce back. We don't have mm-hmm. to stay in that failure. Like it's some kind of label. We have to, we have to wear forever. Like I failed so-and-so's course. Right. I am a failure. <laughs> like that is not what we need to do. I think a lot of us sometimes get stuck there. Mm-hmm. Like if it doesn't work the first time, like if A, mm-hmm. B, A plus B equals C didn't work the first time, that must mean there's something wrong with us mm-hmm. or there's something wrong with what it is that we've been called to do or we feel, you know, is our purpose or our passion. And that's not the case. Like, it's not been the case for us. It has not been a straight line from like, wouldn't it be cool if, which pretty much ended up as write a book together someday Mm -hmm. to where we are now speaking to you guys on Facebook, like the road there was not straight. (laughs) No, not even a little bit. And it has taken so many twists and turns. And I love the fact that you started that with, wouldn't it be cool if, because that's how, that is how the first dream of ever working together started. It was Mm -hmm. in 2009 at a CF Great Strides Walk in Fargo, North Dakota on this beautiful May sunny day. It was a little breezy and chilly, but we kept walking, stayed warm. (laughs) And it was, wouldn't it be cool if we wrote a book together? And Mm -hmm. That has been what we've come back to. If you've been hanging around us for any length of time and you've been here since before we were Rayma team, you know that we used to self-publish books. Well, we are getting back into that. We realized over the last three years that we really missed that. We missed being able to create curriculum that our clients devoured, that our clients wanted to share with other people, that they wanted to go through a coaching program with us in And then be able to keep coming back. I mean, I think there are some women who have gone through a few of our old programs like four or five times. Every time it was available, they went through it. And they are the ones who have been consistently growing their skills of resilience, their skills of being able to resolve conflict more honorably than they did in the past, being able to really... um, just grow personally into the women that they were designed to be, that they were created to be, whatever that looks like. And they're not all like full-time business owners. Some of them Mm -hmm. don't even have businesses at all. Some of them have businesses that they run like a hobby because that's what they want in their life. And that's the type of lifestyle and season of life that they're in, but they still do it and they still offer value to the people that they get to work with. And it's been a lot of fun to watch our our champions be excited about the fact that we're bringing these back. So I wanted to read something because um, the brand new book that won't be coming out till June, but is a part of the curriculum for our upcoming coaching program called She Cultivates Resilience is this. And we also have a truth statement prayer journal to go with it. So the people that are in our program actually get one copy of both of these hardcover beauties. And I wanted to um, encourage you guys tonight with this fact that a resilient woman, write this down, a resilient woman bravely confronts the experiences that she wishes could have gone differently And she gleans wisdom from them. So this book is going to tell you seven principles to step into the shoes of a resilient woman. Every book that we come out with under this leadership principles for her series is going to have a coaching program with it. And it's going to have the idea of stepping into the shoes of that quality. Shoes have been kind of our thing that we accidentally fell into a long time ago. Um, But the thing is, When you are going through those seasons where you feel like you failed, 
the way that you grow stronger from it, the way that you get wise from it is you look at it and you process it and you be honest about the fact that you wish it would have gone differently. You wish people would have acted differently. You wish you would have acted differently. You wish things would have, you know, come into fruition the way you dreamed it would. Like mm-hmm. we have to be willing to admit that and confront it and put it down on paper because once our eyes see that and we start really processing through it, we're able to find the wisdom in it. We're able to find, okay, here's what I've learned from this, even though it didn't go the way I wanted. And here's how I can use it to encourage people moving forward. Here's how I can make a difference because of what I went through, even though I wouldn't have written that story into my life myself. That is how you rise up into being a a resilient woman consistently. That's how you make it matter. That's how the overcomers are living their lives is they find purpose in their pain and they make it matter. Right. And that doesn't just happen. Like your purpose doesn't just show up um, after you've gone through some kind of adversity or challenge or something that, you know, lands in your life that you weren't expecting. Like, you don't just automatically get to purpose from pain. Like that takes diligent effort to get from pur- from pain to purpose. I mean, mm-hmm. um, that is a healing journey that you are not forced to go on. Like you don't have to do it mm-hmm. if you don't want to. You can stay in the failure. You can stay stuck. But, um, and I'm not sure if, <laughs> if we even knew what the shoes would um entail when we talk about this, because resilience really is kind of that journey. It's this thing that you get an opportunity to do that not everybody is going to. Not everybody is going to take adversity and turn it into something that they can grow from. Now, not everything is meant to be like, I went through this thing, so now I have to build a career or a stage out of it. Absolutely not. Like You do not have to be someone who wants to build a business or wants to build a speaking platform or wants to build a writing platform to be a part Mm -hmm. of this coaching content. Like you can, you can be a part of this coaching content and just simply want to use it for your own personal Mm -hmm. growth and advancement that you're just like, you know what, there's this thing that it just keeps like, I'm not over it. And I think I should Mm -hmm. be, and I just don't know what to do next. Um, And if there's just that, that opportunity that's happened or that thing that's happened in your life that you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm done. Like, Mm -hmm round in this same mountain. I am done with all of these things. This is the perfect opportunity to do it. You do not have to turn this into a story. You do not have to tell the masses what it is you've gone through. Um, You don't have to build anything from Mm -hmm. it. But I think the resilience that you get because of it is priceless. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I think that's so, so, such a good idea or such a good point that you brought up where you said, you know, you don't have to tell the masses. Um, years ago, I think it was 2014, maybe, maybe 2013, I was at this conference called She Speaks and it's put on by Proverbs 31 Ministries and it's for speakers and writers. And um, you get a chance to like uh, do a book proposal and meet with some publishers. You get a chance to have your speaking presentation critiqued. It's a phenomenal event um, that I know they've done now virtually, but hopefully they're able to do in person again very soon, hopefully. Um, but it's out in North Carolina. And I heard Christine Kane speak at this event, and I had never heard of her before. And Christine Kane is a, a Christian author. Um, she is the founder of, um, oh, why is it escaping me? 
She's a found a twenty one. Is that what A21. it is? A twenty one. I was yeah. like, um, it's something with a number, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so she she has done a lot of things, and she talks about how we go through this process where we're in the dark room where our story is developing, our character is developing. And it is the story that has stuck with me for so long, especially since social media has catapulted so many people into the spotlight of influencer. And Mm -hmm. when we teach the idea of being an influencer, we're not talking about having a hundred thousand people on your social media or a million people. We're talking about like in your day-to-day life, you influence people every day. You don't have to be like this shiny new spotlight social media person to be called an influencer. Like you're an influencer just by simply being a person out (laughs) around people. Like you are influencing people all the time. You're influencing them to read a book. You're influencing them to watch TV show to eat eat your favorite food or try your favorite restaurant. Like you're also influencing them to form opinions on people if you're gossiping. Like that is something that we just all have the opportunity to do every day. And when you aren't aware of it, you're not using it correctly. And I think this idea of putting yourself in a place where you can grow, where you can figure out what are these leadership principles that you need to know so you can be resilient, so that you can consistently bounce back when life gets hard and you can glean the wisdom from it. You don't have to tell all the people that, hey, I'm going through this program. I'm doing all of this. You don't have to if you want to because you want to either invite people with you or you want to you know, let people know that you're doing something fun and new. That's awesome. But so many times we can get caught up just as human beings in shining a light on what we're doing. And I've done this myself. I, I usually, if I have a big dream, I, I tend to tell a lot of people that I know will ask me about it so that it keeps me accountable. But sometimes that bites me in the butt because there's this verse in the Bible that says, don't throw your pearls to swine. And sometimes people can act like, pigs really <laughs> and they 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 tear apart your dreams before you've even taken a step forward and that's really hard how do you bounce back from that if you don't have the right mentors and the right people speaking life and building you up you won't bounce back from that you're going to bury that dream and it's going to die when you go to your grave because you never found the courage to step into it hmm. I think for me, that's one of the reasons that um, coaching was the route I chose instead of staying in that track towards counseling, because there's something about being a coach that lets you have this like, not bird's eye view, but like literally right beside somebody as they're walking through somebody, something hard, even if it's, you know, been years since that instance happened, but watching somebody build that muscle of resilience is like my favorite thing. And mm-hmm. all I can think about sometimes when coaching has come like 180 degrees, sometimes like when we were in training for coaching, that was never something called make a course figure out how to get people no. to buy your course and then call yourself a coach. Like that yeah. is not what the coaching industry was built from. Um, that's a whole different live topic on mm-hmm. what, what that, uh, <laughs> what the coaching industry is. But for us, if you're ever curious, like, is that how we coach? It's not like, this isn't something where we're like, here's, you know, here's the rule book, just follow A to Z and you're going to be fine. Like 
we're going to literally be there every step of the way. Like you will be spending minimum, uh, if you add it all up, 12 hours with Mandy and I over the course of this program, just doing the one-on-one in the group coaching mm-hmm. that goes with this, not even outside of like, not even including the whole book that you're going right. to get and, and the true statement journal, um, prayer journal and everything that's going to be happening with this. Because for Mandy and I, coaching is all about walking beside you mm-hmm. on this journey that you're taking, walking beside you and keeping you accountable to the goals that you want to have, the success you want to have, um, encouraging you along the way. We are not your gurus. We are not your, like, we have all the answers gals. Cause we don't, we mm-hmm. do not have all the answers, but we do know how to encourage. We do know how, do know how to share our stories that inspire you to be like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can. If yeah. Mandy and I can do it, you can do it. And, and I think um, the community that that creates of women saying, well, if she can do it, I can do it. I think mm-hmm. is so powerful and has a huge ripple effect. Mm-hmm. So Patty says, um, she's so sweet. Patty, we miss you too. She says, you remain very wise. You bless my heart. Love you. Miss you. Great to see your lovely faces. Hugs and more hugs. Good night. <laughs> oh, Thanks Patty. for hanging out with just, us, Patty. I was just thinking about Patty the other day. So I was like, it has been forever. I mean, it's been forever since we've seen anybody like that's what right, COVID yeah. does. You're just like, you just lose a year of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, but Patty was one of them. Um, I was like, I need to reach out to Patty because I haven't seen her in so long. So I love that she was on tonight. I do too. I love that too. I, you know, it's, it's been, um, a lot of fun coming back to our original why of helping women rise up and lead well and live with intention. And it has also been very humbling because we've realized where we have taken some wrong turns. Um, I think any leader, and by the way, if you are breathing, you're a leader. Like we do not fall into this idea that you're only a leader. If you are the head of a corporation, if you're a manager, if you're growing a team for a network marketing company or anything like that. No, if you are breathing, you have the ability to lead people. It's, it's the same thing as an influencer. Mm -hmm. And we have never wanted to be the people that only work with the people that are like already successful in the standard of like making six and seven figures or, you know, all of that. We have worked with some people who are in that category, but our heart has been to help as many women as we can to really live the life that they dream of. Not that we say they should live, not that somebody else says they should live, but what you live, what you want to live, what you feel in your heart, your creator has like, given you. And that is something that, I mean, a lot of people go through their life never knowing what that is because they never took a chance to discover it. And I think for us, we've, we've made mistakes and we've kind of lost our way a little bit here and there within our coaching company because we were trying on different things to see like, is this what we like? Is it, is it what we don't, we know now what we like and what we don't, we know now where our sweet spot is. And even though, yes, we do have a few courses on our, on our, our website that people can get and they can learn from, 
you're going to get the most out of anything that we teach when you come alongside us in a group coaching program or a one-on-one session. Like that is just the nature of coaching. The one-to-many model is beautiful because you can create a great community and work with a lot of people, but there is nothing like having the ear of somebody who's been there before you or somebody who is willing to to ask you hard questions so you can grow. Mm -hmm. That is a blessing that more people should tap into, to be honest. I agree. And I think after coming off the year we've all had, anything we can do that can improve our mental health, can improve our emotional health, can make us feel less alone is worth it to jump into. I think coaching can be such a beautiful thing to help us um, really bridge that gap Mm -hmm. of, you know, where you are to where you to be at whatever that, wherever that be is like, whatever that looks like. And I think for, for many people, um, counseling doesn't always work. Um, and not doing anything doesn't always work. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes just writing in your journal on your own doesn't always work. Sometimes you need that person to be able to bounce ideas Mm -hmm. off of them. Like you said, ask you the hard questions. You're not going to ask yourself that nobody's good at that. You don't like, (laughs) we have blinders in all kinds of spaces, um, that we don't realize are there. And that's the beauty of coaching is that somebody else can look at what it is you're trying to Mm -hmm. accomplish your life or your career and say, have you thought about it this way? Mm -hmm. Have you considered this? Um, And that's, that is, um, I think such a, such a great, um, such a great thing that Mm -hmm. coaches provide. And it's definitely one of the things that Mandy and I will ask you, because I know how we coach. So Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely a part of this. And I think this new program is something that, um, that is going to be familiar to anybody who's done a coaching program with us in the past, but it's through the eyes of we're seven years now into this mission. And I think the wisdom and the clarity that we've gained along the way is going to make it such a different experience um, that even if you're like, but I've coached with you guys in the past, why would I do this one? Because it's going to be so different. It's going to be, mm-hmm. um, you're in a different place. We're in a different place. So if you've done something in the past, when we were big blue couch coaching, I would love for you to give us a chance again and jump into a program with us like this. Mm-hmm. Sue, thanks for tuning in tonight. We are so excited that you have a, in in-person spot. Here yes. Mark. Um, Lori, it is great to have you here with us. Nice to meet you if we haven't met you before. We're excited because we have, we actually have women from Minnesota. We have w- women from uh, all throughout North Dakota. We have women from Illinois joining us in this program. So it's going to be a ton of fun. It is starting on May 12th and it goes all the way through, is it June 23rd, I think? Possibly. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And you get, like we said before, you get this beautiful hard copy book along with this beautiful journal as well as part of your curriculum. It's all a part of it. Um, and I wanted, I, I think we should just end tonight with some reminders to the women that are watching about who they are, because this is true about every single one of you. I, we might not know your story, but there is a creator in heaven who does, whether you believe in him or not. And he knows that there are dreams in your heart that are untapped. He knows that there are things that you've wanted to do that you haven't yet. He even knows the reasons. And this 
is something to write down and remind yourself of. Because after a year like what we've all experienced over the last year, it can be really easy to fall into self-pity. It can be really easy to fall into loneliness. I felt it. Um, And it can be really easy to feel like, what is the point of any of this anymore? Like, why do I even try hard, right? Like, why don't I just give up and just live this Groundhog Day type of life? I don't want to be like that. And and I have the temptation to do that sometimes. Like that does happen. And I have trained myself to know that if that's coming up, it must be a sign that I'm on the right path. Otherwise, why would the resistance want to stop me so much, right? So write this down because this is true of you. It's true of me. It's true of Rachel. These are the qualities of a resilient woman. And this, this is who you are born to be. This is who you can become consistently when you choose to. A resilient woman recovers quickly from adversity. A resilient woman bounces back when life throws unexpected change at her. A resilient woman welcomes the challenge and grows stronger from it. So that is your Monday night pep talk with us. I pray that that encourages you. I pray that you remember that if nobody else has told you today any of this, you are strong. You are resilient. You have the ability to grow stronger from your challenges and you have the ability to step up and overcome those challenges. It's all in your decision making. It's all up to you if you're going to do it. So, Rachel, what are some final words that you would like to leave with our women before we say goodnight? Um, honestly, this time around, I'm not sure I have final words. I always do. But I'm like, you're so just so good. I think we should end on that. <laughs> I think for tonight, I'm just going to say, you know, thanks for hanging out with us. And I hope to see you guys in the program. We'll talk to you guys later on another Monday night pep talk. At some point, it'll be a surprise to all of us. Have a good night. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening. Before you go, would you mind doing us a favor? We would love to hear your takeaways. So please leave us a review and a comment. You might just hear your name in a future episode when you do. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media, a division of Rayma Team LLC. If you'd like to learn more about how you can work with us, visit raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. All right. Our coffee is cold, so we gotta go. See you next week.